0: And I'm like, wait, hold a second. And I analyze what I'm doing. And what I've been doing is, well, uh, you, you know Cody Rhodes' walk-on music? Yes, of course. <laughs> how could I not? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there. Feel free to skip ahead, non-wrestling people. Uh, I'm sitting there singing his own. I don't know what the words to his songs are, but I'm just like,
1: Brady Bow, Brady Bow. in
0: my soul. Every thought of so, Suck a dick and then you suck a couple more, then you grab a tit and then you throw it on the floor and you pine skip, frame and then you work it all night in my canto fame, dance with me. I got and I'm like those are not the same song, they're not. <laughs> you, you morphed into something else, I recognize. Talk and I to me, boys. That's a fucking Justin Timberlake song. Dance, oh. Is it called Dance with Me? Does it have a different? Is that even Justin Timberlake?
1: <laughs> Honestly, talk, you're also in the rhythm. Like we're in such basic pop song structure at this point. Like you almost are at uh, American Woman
0: but like the Lenny Kravitz version. <laughs> Very different melody, but if you take that same, an American mama on a dick and then you suck a cup of crap on me. And then you throw them on, on it. the American woman. <laughs>
1: Dry scale pebble and show and breaker. Welcome to last minute politics. I'm Dragor. I am Pepper. <laughs> I uh, tweaked my neck doing hip thrusts today. <laughs> Come on, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, if, 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 <laughs> if, you're, if you say it this if, way, if you're a fucking broken meat robot like me, it does. No joke. I had, I did, I did barbell squats that went perfect. I have fucked up knees, feet, and a hip. And what goes crazy? I,
0: like shrug too hard during a hip thrust. I had more trying really hard to pop my back. Like it's very, it's popping someone's back. Who's the same or lower height than you, or even kind of close. is pretty easy. But if someone's like a full foot taller than you, like me to everyone, he'll be like, Oh, let me do the thing. And like more right now, you could crack, I guess, my uh, my pelvis or, like, my, my lower vertebrae, which is not what I'm looking for. So he was doing – but he knows – he's, like, a trained massage therapist, so he knows a few more moves than, like, your average person. like, okay, give me your arm. Pull it over here. Now pull up your knee. You're going to go over here. And they, like, twisted me in both directions at the same time, and it didn't hurt at all. Uh, <laughs> but- I know exactly what you're talking about. I guess we'll end this
1: topic on uh, – there is an episode of Kung Fu, The Legend Continues – And uh, David Carradine's character's in some office waiting. Some dude's there, like, complaining about neck issues. And he's like, stand up. And he just carefully, like, moves his head around and is, like, doing kind of what you just described and then turns it just right. And then the Foley artist does the crumpling a water bottle neck crack. And then the guy's like, oh, Oh. I don't need to see the doctor anymore. Thanks. And he walks (laughs) away. And that is literally <laughs> what happened to me. So, Pepper, I was at your place. I woke up with the fucked neck. More worked on me with the messed up neck. Everything gets better except the neck pain. I pop my own neck and it goes away. Ooh. But but if you were to go to an American healthcare doctor, they would prescribe you potentially a muscle relaxer if they didn't think you were drug seeking. <laughs> they would make you go through physical therapy for months before ever doing any kind of scan to know up front if anything's wrong because we've deemed scans are expensive I, they're not actually but i wasn't actually prepared to go into medical stuff like this right now but here's here we
0: are <laughs> <laughs> well hey uh hey oh yeah people who are listening in right now And haven't before. They're like, oh, listen to the shenanigans. Yeah, this is the kind of nonsense that you could hear that gets like it trimmed from the front and the ends of these shows. And if you want to hear the kind of stuff that gets edited out, it's usually not. If it was valuable, it wouldn't get edited out. But it is fun occasionally. Join our Patreon. It's a dollar. We do. uh, We you can hear our recordings live. We have a little commie reading group called Bible Study, where we read uh, fundamental socialist texts. (laughs) <laughs> and just general hangout stuff if there's something that we want to do that involves politics and we want to do with a small group of people who we know will kind of like be down with it and may not b- b- belong on like public twitter or whatever we will do it here we marathoned all the matrix movies the other day that was a fun time they work really well as a marathon
1: ah uh, you you are like i if you've never seen them before sure but It's a steep drop off as it goes
0: on. Yo, I had a freaking great time from moment one to maybe. Okay, you had a great time with the original trilogy. And then what did you
1: say to me when I asked? Like, hey, I'm thinking of doing a watch along for the fourth one in Animatrix. And you go, oh, I'll watch it again. I fell asleep halfway through. Great endorsement. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Look, the May 4-tricks more put on when I was a little sleepy, and it's kind of like two movies. Did like you say the ver- the May first May bit, Fortrix? the second bit. The May Tricks is what I call Oh, yeah. Any any movie that has a four in it now because of Fan Four Stick. Remember the Fantastic Four movie yes. with the logo? Like, everything is, you have to just jam the word four in there if, if it's multi syllabic. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm listening to people, uh, talk about the May tricks and I'm getting a, a better, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's, you can do this with almost any media. If I, if you think hard enough, you can find a reading that you, you enjoy, <laughs> but my first time going through it, I'm like, okay, where this is like, uh, I, no spoilers, by the way, I'm not gonna, I, I don't even know how you would go about spoiling. <laughs> I have to explain matrix is one, two, and I'm sorry, two and three. Everybody <laughs> understands matrix one already. Uh, the more I hear about it, and the way it deals with like nostalgia and how people feel about th- how things get like recuperated in the system, and it's it's very meta. It talks about like it's, it's very very obvious Wachowski talking about her own experience. It's only one Wachowski; the other one didn't want to do it. Yeah, I think it's Laura. <laughs> I, was I don't say know the one with pink hair, but do, do they both have pink hair? <laughs> occasionally, I don't
1: really know what the Wachowskis look like. I just happen to one. know <laughs> that they're both trans and. Like, I guess in the best way possible, It like, other than I want to broaden my horizons and experience more media from not cishet people, but outside of that, like, it's also not impactful to
0: me in any way, which I like, is also good. (laughs) Does that make sense? I guess I would recommend, instead of watching The Make Four Tricks, go watch Speed Racer the movie, which is a better Wachowski film. That's what I keep (laughs) hearing. (laughs) Have people awoke into that yet? Freaking Aaron Hansen of Game Grumps was like, went on, he's like, oh, my favorite movie is speed racer. I'm like, oh, this is like a meme or a joke or sarcastic. And then he went on and explained for like half an hour exactly why. And then I'm like, okay, let's watch this movie. It's so good. <laughs> like, from even just from an animation, like a visual, I, it's not technically animation, it's not animated, but there's enough 3D stuff going on. It's basically an animated movie with uh, some live action people in it. It feels like a reverse Roger Rabbit <laughs> where you have some, well, I guess that's just most Marvel movies too, where it's like yes. a couple human faces stuck into cartoons. <laughs> yes well, but we not because you know the animation movie. industry does have unions, and the computer animation industry does not. it depends like what you're doing for who. But yeah, Speed Racer, super good, and it has a a, a very like anti corporate message, uns- unshockingly. I like it. All right, let me. I had one other dumb throwaway line I wanted to before we jump into things. Uh, so this is my my intro line I wrote. You, <laughs> I was just like walking around <laughs> I my I love this, this when you sent it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a leftist when you start... This is Star Trek shit, by the way. You're a leftist when you start thinking that you live on Ferenginar. You're an American communist when you realize that you live on Cardassia Prime. Which I bring up because I'm going to be mentioning imperialism more and more often. <laughs> more and more often because, like, as i Ameri- I'm assuming that most people listening to this who are, are... are Well, I mean, you're obviously English-speaking or you're getting nothing out of this. You either live in the U.S., Canada, maybe the EU, but you're probably in what people would call, like, a capital W, Western... Uh, nation, meaning you live in the imperial center, the, in the imperial core. You'll hear me throwing that around too, as opposed to the countries uh, that we you can you could say third world country, or you could say the imperial periphery, <laughs> which I enjoy because yeah. it's like more specific. It like means something. Like Sweden is not the imperial periphery, but once you get to like Kazakhstan, imperial periphery. Also, Kazakhstan's have, shit is going down. I can't even comment because I have no idea what, but check it out <laughs> <laughs> and uh, resist any narratives of like America should invade Kazakhstan. Like be conscious of, don't get fucking Djangoed, Djangoismed. <laughs> yeah. Don't be like, yeah, war. <laughs> like check yourself, but check out some stuff about Kazakhstan. By the time this comes out, we'll probably know a little more, but um, in this, uh, in this little fucking joke, I do the Ferengi are the like capitalism species, but like in a comedic way, like Dragor, all right, let me know, right, hang on. Let me be the them. resident
1: nerd. They it's, When the Ferengi first show up, they get the bad rap of essentially being portrayed as icky evil space Jews. You also have to keep in mind that like, the people (laughs) writing and running Star Trek are also Jews, so it's like, don't know what they were going for. (laughs) But they weren't taken seriously when they first showed up. Even when they first showed up, they were meant to be taken seriously. So that stink has kind of lasted their first appearance didn't go great. I missed the whips so you get to deep space nine and every major species in star trek essentially is a monoculture but a facet of the society we live in today so the ferengi aren't just capitalism they're this bottled idealized version of capitalism that makes it to space travel your, it never
0: goes any deeper than just no. money. Like,
1: <laughs> Well, it's not that it goes any deeper than money in that in this, you you're using money as the paragon of the focal point of society. Just like when you watch a wrestling show, the wrestling ring is the paragon and focal point of that whole universe. With Klingons, it's how- about honor and battle. But as you get deeper, at least into the Klingon shit, the battle isn't always physical. And then when you bring up Cardassians
0: <laughs> that's the-, the weird thing the the Ferengi analogy almost falls apart because, like, it, it's obvious, it's very obvious, like, oh, ha, capitalism, parody, ha, like, all their episodes go, isn't it ridiculous that you have to just pay to fucking exist on this planet? You're like, wow, it's just like America. But if you go any deeper than that, there are episodes where they talk about labor relations. There is an episode where they form a union and one of the fucking Ferengi starts quoting the Communist Manifesto. Very funny. Yes. Uh, it's not, well, it's not played as a joke. It's just, it's funny, interesting. Yes. <laughs> But you get freaking Worf with these lines. He's like, even even Ferengi never like did slavery. Like he starts like criticizing North American colonialism. Yes. Uh, there, so, <laughs> it's so throughout like, they Deep Space Nine, it's kind
1: of what you said. It's a throwaway line here and there, and even Quark several times. Like it is canon to Ferengi culture that the reason their capitalism worked is they went oh. You actually have to believe money is the thing, and our the commentary against us is that money is a tool to us. They actually believe in the golden halls in the sky <laughs> as the part of yeah, the paragon like the of money. like. No, no, we actually went all in on money. You humans never did.
0: They want the f- like physically literal money. <laughs> they just want. Yes. <laughs> they They want to rub dollars on their face. That's what they want.
1: <laughs> and so, like, uh, what is it? The Ferengi, basically, I forget how far into the series it is, but the, it's it's essentially canon that the Ferengi are pacifists. It's not; it falls apart when you look too deep into things, as usual with Star Trek. But like by default, they're not a they're they they do not have warships. They don't believe in fighting because why would you fight?
0: You don't fight anybody. You can have other people fight, and you'll profit from them. But like isn't it like rule whatever is war is profitable, and the next one is peace, peace is, is profitable. profitable. Yes. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> Okay, but to so as you start thinking about it, the the uh, like Star Star Trek fantasy race that seems seems to be a little closer to that the Cardassians, who throughout like they they start out as like the space Nazis because they have like a whole planet that's kind of like a concentration camp, and now uh. they start but out as the space the Spaz- Nazis,
1: but it's fucking us in the Middle East,
0: damn it. Yeah, it's if you like actually flip right, you end up going to Cardassia Prime, which is their thing. And they have these like phony baloney kangaroo courts where they just convict dissidents without a tr Well, they have a trial, but it's like a phony baloney trial. Like, oh, that sounds like America. And then you, like if you look at its uh, aggressive expansion and colonization and kicking people off worlds and like there's a resource over there, we're taking it I'm like, fuck, this is just current modern neoliberal imperial capitalism. They are the one, and the, but if you go to the Cardassians who live on the planet, they are like, oh, it's very nice here. <laughs> as long as you follow the rules, don't make any trouble, you can have a decent life. Like, those in the Imperial core, yet, there are still, obviously, on Cardassian, like, those who are downtrodden and broke and do not fit into the system. Like, those who can't fit into their creepy hierarchy, and freaking by the end of it, they end up having their, like, Imperial center revolution after they peel off all of the periphery which <laughs> I don't think I have a big spiel on that now but I do believe that mirrors the kind of tactics that may be most effective in our current reality or at least what people are people who seem to know what the fuck they're talking about tell me I want to jump into current events though on eve of 2022
1: session resignations death resignations comma death taking toll on republican majority in missouri So, what does that mean? (laughs) They are set to, the Republicans in the Missouri House are set to enter the 2022 legislative season without the veto-proof majority they have wielded for nearly a decade. There are ways to do special elections and things, but it seems the governor's office is not going to do that. So, let's get into a little bit of numbers. The Missouri House has 163 districts. 114 have been represented by Republicans, and 49 were represented by Democrats. They had the supermajority status since 2012. In order to override a veto or pass an emergency clause, one hundred and nine votes
0: are needed. So
1: what has happened It's unfortunate
0: how many how many German last names there are in the, in
1: the oh, reading Missouri this.
0: Republican caucus? Yeah. So Oh yes, Mr. Ruber, Mr. Greysheimer. The the whole
1: <laughs> The whole article basically is long form to get to Enough people have resigned, died, and vacated that they don't have the veto anymore and the governor is looking like they're looking to push things through that previously would have just been outright vetoed because (laughs) Republicans band together no matter what. And so it's just, I don't have any much, I don't have much commentary other than assuming this goes the way I want it to. And that things get passed that actually help people It sure is funny that direct action isn't what did it, but just COVID
0: killing people did. Yeah, it seems like a coincidental, like, a coincidental good news things, which seem to be the only way that we get good news within bourgeois American politics, like the politics we have with Democrats and Republicans, because your knee-jerk thing to go like, ha-ha, the Republicans cannot do X and Y, which means now the Democrats can, and then you go, oh, yeah, the Democrats also suck, and if you're a, a Missouri-winning Democrat, you think you're gonna be an ultra-progressive, you think you're a fucking socialist up there? No, absolutely not. <laughs> So I'm trying to resist the whole like ha fuck them they're dead due to their bad morals which is where your like knee jerk thing tends to go. We were talking about this before the thing, Drago. like I've I've noticed a a phenomenon amongst uh like non the the average people that I still engage with who aren't like coworkers, people I happen to see in my day-to-day life who aren't furries, aren't fucking commies and are not like politically uh, COVID has become like a a weird embarrassing thing that you don't like admit to. And you, you like, Oh, I don't know if I can say, but I think they got (gasps) COVID because from both directions, if you're on the, uh, if you're on the Democrat side, you go, oh, well, obviously the people who are getting COVID are the people not being careful, the people not getting vaccines, the people not getting ma- not wearing masks, etc. And if you're on the Republican side, you're supposed to pretend that COVID isn't real. <laughs> so, so let's let's immediately one break.
1: Let's let's break right into this. And if it gets out or what have you, oh, well, I'll eat shit for when I do. Uh, I learned recently my aunt and uncle are Trumpers and anti-vaxxers. They both got Omicron, didn't get hospitalized. They got really fucking lucky. And they're going to continue to be their dumb fuck selves of being anti-vaxxers. Fine. Whatever. This is what we talk about when we're upset with individual choices. Now, let's talk about one of their kids, my oldest cousin and her husband and their kids. My Her husband works in government. He had to get vaccinated right away and is on top of Booster. So did she. Why did their household get COVID? Because their kids were forced to go to school. Are they bad because of this? No. (laughs) Did they have any power or control over being safe? They would get in trouble if they didn't get set up to do homeschooling right. If they just didn't send their kids in, there is a system in place to punish them. That is a crime.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It is illegal to just say my kids aren't coming to school. So, now what? Well, the thing... We have this tendency on, I want to say the right and the left, but what we in America know as the right and the left, if you actually fucking, if you know shit about fuck, you know, it's just two sides of capital. <laughs> They're essentially two different brands of liberal who have just kind of taken capital L liberal, not meaning to the left of Hitler, which is what everyone <laughs> means when they fucking say Hitler, <laughs> uh, fucking liberal. Um, but <laughs> our disclaimers <laughs> keep
1: getting more and more comical to me. I don't. Like anyone in a hundred fucking years if someone were to unearth this, they would still know about Hitler because it was a big world event and all that shit, and then some lefty furry jackass is gonna go, No, we don't mean just liberalism left of Hitler, like that had to get said? <laughs>
0: that's the thing capital l liberal meaning like free economies (laughs) pro-capitalist uh pro-imperialist war resource extraction all that shit republicans and democrats always agree on that if you'll notice in this time that we weren't getting the build back better bill passed we got the big military budget passed again because we will never not get the military budget passed because all of the people in power agree that we should be doing these things i would like to segue
1: in a common argument that I have with this and I don't really have an answer to it. So I'd like to hear your gut reaction take whenever I bring up military budget spending. A lot of people agree, at least even capital L liberals like us, people agree that we shouldn't spend as much on it. And as soon as you assert that, like, OK, well, then they should stop fucking voting for it. It immediately falls back to <laughs> But
0: then they won't get elected again. We have moralized covid I, like we've politicized COVID, but I think the real big issue is that we have the the greater issue. The way I like to think of it is that we have moralized it. Like we try to moralize every issue, and not every issue really should be moral. Because like when you actually start getting down to frickin' brass tacks, they, these don't become moral issues. They're material issues. So like you have people on the on the capital O left who uh <laughs> who will who view getting COVID as a sign of irresponsibility and that you are bad. It is yet another category. It just falls on top of... If you have COVID, it would. I have seen this. I'm not exaggerating. Where people are like, oh, they probably have COVID, and they're probably racist, and they probably hate gay people. And you're like, are those all just the same thing now? To, it is Is oh, have COVID, wow. anti-vax, racist? Are these just all... Do words mean fucking nothing? And yes, <laughs> they do. The, Yes, they do the exact same shit on the right, but they don't like hide behind it. They're like, "We love Jesus." So it's a pure, they. They start with the moral argument. And they're like, "Yes, the moral argument is the whole argument," and that's why I don't shit on them. It's not that I don't shit on them as much. It's just like we all already know that part. We're supposed to be the ones who look at who believe in science, right? We all believe in science. <laughs> Go to school, assholes. We all believe in science. CDC has shortened the amount of time you could – Like I, I end up repeating myself. But the more we try to make things into fucking moral arguments, the more time we spend trying to, like, find out, root out, oh, you're the the bad thinker. I'm less interested in finding out who has, like, the bad opinions and more, like, who who does the bad things. <laughs> Especially when it comes to people who have no freaking power over anything. If you've taken direct actions to hurt people, like, yeah, stop. But, like, if if we keep along this weird path of... To put it in... If we expect the perfect proletariat, the perfect ruling class, if we start going around like, oh, this person's had COVID, that means they're like bad and I have to cut them out of my life. I don't know. I have people who work with me who, again, because of the same shit, I can't like say, oh, it was this person they have COVID because there are people people might know on here. But like, I know people who've had COVID. I've been very, very lucky. These people have done every precaution. It's just like fucking smoking cigarettes. <laughs> like some people smoke a pack a day their whole lives and have nothing. Some people smoke occasionally and die of lung cancer. It's not a moral thing. Well, and even then, the the fact that you brought up cigarettes is fucking perfect
1: because the whole thing is designed and exploited. Like the addictive properties are designed and exploited. So when someone smokes a pack a day, we ascribe this moral failing to them. But science time after time after time, the thing that we on the left are supposed to believe in, say how fucking difficult it is to kick that particular addiction and habit. And so, like, well, which is it? and and make no mistake on in like, all right, let's let's go with the more, let's do the Kamala Harris and go with the specific example to evoke emotion. If you know someone in your life that smokes a shit ton and you are close enough to them where you can say, "Yeah, and they also have never genuinely tried, well, that's that person's individual struggle and or potential failing, not all smokers. Because I don't know about you, but every smoker I know has attempted quitting at least once, if not more. Like, sincerely. So is it a personal failing that so many people fail to quit smoking? Or is there a system and other
0: thing at place that has little to do with the individual? It's also funny because like there is there are companies that directly profit the tobacco industry directly profits from not so much in America because they don't do all their sales over here. Besides, it's in vape now. But not that someone sells COVID, but there are many many large companies that benefit from COVID not from COVID continuing, but from preventative measures against COVID not being fully taken, like staying open, just fucking full steam ahead, no matter what economy shit. And hey, this is still on COVID, so I'm throwing it in here. Uh, guess what? The number one killer. So you get you see a thing where it's like H- record high number of border patrol agents died this year, and you're like, oh shit, are Mexicans just fucking killing all these border patrol people? Because it, that's how the headline is meant to make you think, right? Like, oh wow, it's just a dangerous job. These dangerous illegals are out here. It's all COVID. They all died of COVID. There was one who like got shot by their wife and he may have been beaten up the way. Like, you know what I mean? And then there's yeah. uh, an autoerotic asphyxiation. And it sounds like I'm joking. That That's what it was. The number of like, I was beat to death by a Honduran with a rock is zero. <laughs> the number of, I was shot by a Honduran with a gun, zero. The only way
1: that happens is after the video we saw where someone on their fucking horse
0: fails and <laughs> drops it. When in which god. case? Yeah, they fall off their horse. That guy got did he die? <laughs> oh god! I linked the thing in the chat. That's another thing. Hey, you can see all the links we threw up. I mean, it's not hard. For I you will to get find. to. It's to on, oh, we're Tucson. almost there
1: with me posting the footnotes. We're almost there. It's close. Pepper can attest.
0: It's getting there. You need like a like a full time secretary. <laughs> Okay, we have, like, Chad McBroom, and this isn't me saying that he's a morally bad person, but it shows the kind of just, I don't really give a shit, and it's like, no one should, you shouldn't be out there doing this job. McBroom, 47, when he died, made local news in April when he spoke out against a mask mandate (laughs) at a school board meeting and refused to stop speaking when his two minutes ended. So this dick shows up and he's like, I'm gonna talk as long as I fucking want. I don't, (laughs) I both respect authority because I am authority and that's, like, built into my shit, but also, if you, the city, like, fucking school board is, like, uh, your time's up, Fuck you, I'm American. Soldiers, to some degree, have a lot of sympathy from me. Customs and Border Patrol and ICE have far less. You know what I mean? Yes. Because if you're a soldier, you're probably, like, recruited as a teen. You might be just super broke. This is your only way out of poverty. I mean, most of the military is made up of, like, Latino guys. (laughs) Native Americans and shit. Like, it's not like me, obviously. So... And they don't go there because they love the military and hate muslims <laughs> they do it because like i'm broke and in high school every year this nice guy keeps coming by and tells me how much money i'll make if i join the army customs and border patrol is a little different they do recruit and they'll be like oh we don't have enough people and they're like well trained enough and it's like all right get, put me on a new topic because i have nowhere <laughs> good to go from here
1: Okay, uh, the other one I was going to do, last COVID-related really quick, is uh, the Brooklyn Nets have officially ended their tug of war with Kyrie Irving over the <laughs> star point guard's vaccination status. And Irving, yeah, who has refused it. to get a COVID-19 shot, is unquestionably the winner. I don't really need to go much more into this other than the whole article and the whole thing is about these systems at place, in place
0: can enforce and eject him. Like, they can just... Dragger, have you considered that Kyrie Irving is just a Trump-supporting white supremacist?
1: (laughs) So I bring this up not because I want to shit on Kyrie Irving, because that is the person that has the least amount of power in the situation. Do I think that person should get the vaccine? And barring, you know, like, the valid fears of government's going to do shitty things to me but like outside of that as an as an individual yeah that's that's his problem and his failing but why is the entirety of this huge nba and the nfls doing similar why is the entirety of the nba just letting this happen because money it's the only answer right why why wouldn't they stick to the safety of their players and attendees like, they laid out the rules. They said, you can't do these things if you don't get vaccinated. And he called their bluff. Capital matters more. It-
0: And and that's not even really the league. It was only because the city of New York was like, look, that's a city stadium, so we can just do this. If it was just the NBA, they probably would have been like, fuck it, we don't care. I mean, we also, what the NFL did to Aaron Rodgers, which was nothing, which is funny because Aaron Rodgers, big famous quarterback guy, a couple like random grunt players who happened to be black, all got like suspended immediately for their COVID lies. And then Aaron Rodgers got like a fine and nothing. (laughs) Because what are you going to do? Pull out Aaron Rodgers? Kyrie Irving is a big, big star, but... Like, this is where you you get this weird kind of like, is this a working, is this a a worker rights thing? Because technically, Kyrie Irving, he is an employee. He's definitely a part of what you would call like the labor aristocracy. Like, Kyrie Irving is one of the highest paid players in the entire NBA, also. Yep. And if this was a random fucking bench player, they would just be sitting at home on the couch right now, no longer a member of the NBA. (laughs) And all of these are like factors in the thing. Kyrie Irving is being told by his employer to receive a medical procedure that he doesn't want to do. If you look into all of the historical reasons that uh, African-American communities would have for vaccine hesitancy, and if you look at the stats of people who are the least vaccinated, it's Hispanic and black people currently in the U.S. Like, Asians are kicking ass. They're like 90% at this point. <laughs> like what And white people are only a little bit above that. And then it's like, oh, well, who do you get your data from? And what? But in general, it seems to be that if you're like, ah, unvaccinated person, and you immediately picture a guy in a MAGA hat, who is white and lives in the South. The living in the South part is probably kind of accurate. But other than that, like this is part of the whole moral moralizing of COVID shit. We just want to attach COVID to all the bad people in the, in the world. And And it doesn't work out if you, if you do that. I do not have like a, it definitely should have done this with the NBA situation, except for there should be absolutely no pro sports happening right now, at least not with audiences. What the fuck? And instead, oh my God, the NHL is heinous. They've had to cancel games all over the place. The NFL is having to add weeks 18 and 19 and do games like, oh fuck, where can we play this? Like, it's clearly a bad idea and they just keep doing it anyway because money. The real answer is Kyrie Irving should not be on un- fucking making these decisions at all. He should be unvaxxed sitting in his in his mansion. Like, Agreed. <laughs> not playing Ab- a season right now.
1: The uh the other one I saw is uh for whatever <laughs> world open thing that's going on in Australia, uh some unvaccinated person is being barred from entry into the country over it. So mm-hmm. like the group doing the sports thing were like, "Oh yeah, you can do it." And then Australia, the government said hey medical (laughs) experts should we allow this and the medical experts the doctors said no and so then the government took the medical recommendation and then said no so this is like the only instance i can think of in recent memory where a government did their fucking job of protecting their people
0: (laughs) australia is just as capitalist as we are (laughs) if if this is ever like a I know. Look, I, just I, I'm aware. In, I'm just that's using, not for you. That's for everybody else. This,
1: this is... This this is this so is nobody just... goes like,
0: oh, Australia, the utopia. <laughs>
1: all right. This segues into another thing that I wanted to bring up a little bit, yeah, and here. it's that we've talked about it before. There are different levels of capitalism, and while all of them require uh, extraction and suffering of others, if you are also a harm reduction person... There are ways where the bougie bitches can stay in power and still uplift almost fucking everyone. So,
0: uh talking about social democracy.
1: Not so much social democracy as it could still be authoritarian as fuck and still the bi- the bottom line, the barest minimum of living can still
0: be raised. When I throw around social democracy, I, when I, I mean like S- Sweden, et cetera, where they are still fully capitalist and still oh, fully okay, have a ruling yes. owning class. They just make more condition, concessions for them. What you described. So they can stay in power and everyone can still have a better life. And not, not everyone, though. Everyone within the imperial core can have a better one. <laughs> hey, that word came back. See? So this I, – I really want to follow up on
1: this. But essentially this whole article is uh, – so Union Health Minister Mansouk – mandavia mandavia said the it's it's called the ayushman Bharat scheme which is just like a name of a policy and group of plans that enables poor people to afford the treatment at the same hospital that the the well off As this article translate i think is what's going on here the verbiage in this is a little interesting um but essentially, they're just basically talking about either some M4. What's the number one thing we say? Hey, you shitty fucking Democratic senator. We'll stop lighting your ass up if I can get the same health care your kid does. <laughs> it's that. And it's like being put into practice. I don't know. I, it, this was just a short thing of like the the contradictions I continue to see is here in the United States, we could do a Ferengenar just a little bit more, and the ruling class would buy themselves so much more time of, like, there, there is, appeasement is now off the table, is really the way I would describe it, right? What did Churchill say? Americans will do the right thing only after they've tried everything else? Well, we're not even doing the right thing anymore. I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. That's just kind of, like, I, I am back to not understanding why other places seem to do what I would call the barest minimum to allow the machine to continue, and we do not. And I don't understand what the motive is, right? So I don't actually presume that Jeff Bezos in his head is going, I'm choosing to be a supervillain. I don't think Bill Gates does it. They all functionally are to the rest of us, but, like, when I, when I want to do the class analysis, why are the ruling people doing this thing that's seemingly accelerating outright collapse, do they not understand it? Do they not see it? Do they not care? Like what? What's going on? What are they afraid of, or what is their motive to not do anything?
0: Well, so like we, India is a, a, another another capitalist country who who a lot of uh, capitalist stands will will point to and go, oh look, see, look at all the progress India has made uh, because of capitalism. Like they used to be so broke, and now they're. And it's like, well, the arguments are, what do you mean used to be? <laughs> And going again, going with this uh instances where like India has its own ruling class. Obviously, it has a bunch of a bunch of billionaires, kind of like we do. They are a mover and shaker. They are a very large economy with over a billion people now. Right, live in India. Oh yeah. So this is an example. They they aren't. uh, They they do not have the level of of development that we do. Like India is not an imperial core country. I guess uh, maybe like if you. Dude, it's like its own little mini empire of India and countries around it. But, like, the Indian standard of living is not what the American one is. Like, we have humongous poverty here as well that's, like, inexcusable and disgusting. But we do not yet have, like, the, the fucking sprawling slums that are directly next to the freaking fantasy skyscrapers. Like, everyone is, I'm certainly seeing, if you've watched frickin' S- yeah. Slumdog Millionaire or even just seen pictures of India at all. Like, it's one of the most... I'm not saying something controversial to say that there is massive income inequality within India. This is an illustration of how, like you were saying, how easily good things could be done without even disrupting... Like, this does not disrupt the owning... I'm sure the owning class Indians will not actually be getting the same treatment at same place. This is more like a... ah, middle class like people who can people who at least have a freaking running water electricity <laughs> the indian middle class will get the same treatment as the ultra poor like the power relations are the most important thing and Un- unless this does something that hurts or strikes at the global bourgeois or even just the indian bourgeois the best this can possibly be is, like, mitigating half-measure concessions that I'm sure will go, away. like, as soon as COVID's over, I don't think they go, oh, yeah, our healthcare system forever now is you can all just go <laughs> to the same place, because <laughs> I'm assuming that means India, kind of like us, has a very lopsided healthcare system, where if you have more money, you get better treatment. I truly
1: don't know, other than, like, from the doctor and tech side, India is continues to massively boom with doctors and medical research, which, again, is why... Bill Gates and all of those shitty people are like, the United States has to ensure this quality, and that's why we're keeping control of the patents. Like, they could outproduce us. Part of the reason we have Omicron is because the United States (laughs) ruling class went out of their way to hobble the world's ability to advance vaccine making and distribution.
0: So I've heard a tiny bit about, uh, on this topic, which, Hey, great. So, you know, Cuba, Cuba has its own, Cuba also is a big, like me- medical care and doctor just exporter country. Yeah. It's a, it's a good scheme and a good idea. And I say scheme, not in a negative sense. It's a good plan and it freaking definitely works for their PR, but they just make it. If you want to be a doctor in Cuba, you can pretty much become one unless you just can't fucking do the studying, I guess. Like going to medical school far, far easier. does not require 200,000 American dollars plus to get a medical Degree in Cuba and then they have all They export their doctors fucking everywhere Well not everywhere to mostly to third World countries <laughs> like they are out there actually Trying to strike at the imperial Periphery Haiti So Haiti does not have a gra- great Vaccination rate like they don't have a gr- well, They haven't, They they don't they would be What we in the US we would call them like all oh, These are anti-vax <laughs> like science deniers Like the Haitian population in general Because they have been fucked by imperialism So directly like for so long uh, they don't trust, like, if, if the US showed up at Cuba and said, here's a bunch of vaccines, most ha- a bunch of Haitians would probably be like, no, we don't <laughs> fucking. like, It's like if the French showed up, you're like, get the fuck out of here. Like, we did a whole revolution against you. But the Cubans, they'll take their vaccine because they've demonstrated, like, hey, we aren't here to fuck you. We're, we're just, we're here to doctor and, like, tell you about communism. <laughs> <That's> yeah. Like, <laughs> here's your shot.
1: Like, the truck. Gosh, the conversion rates for be- proselytizing for communism versus Christianity sure are different. Here's a Bible and no food and fuck you. Here's a vaccine
0: <laughs> and here's how you fix your shit and fuck the Americans. It's a little <laughs> wild to believe that we could sh- that we could roll into, like, Iraq and be like, here's some shots, has an American flag on it, and the people wouldn't go, what, Ugh. Like... <laughs> it's like if we if people here were like ah oh, the vaccine and it had a swastika on it and you're like come get the nazi vaccine like, go <laughs> people would be like God conscious and, i don't even care if that shit works or not i refuse to accept assistance from like that's the attitude you end up getting in a lot of uh imperial periphery countries third world countries they don't trust us for good reasons so like international relations based on something besides transactional profit extraction like there's more than one reason that's good yes Covid is the perfect unsolvable by capitalism problem. Like a global, well, I would say that most uh, most disasters are unsolvable by uh, capitalism, and then uh, a little bit of mini socialism, communism, anarchism comes in, and people help each other, and then we all uh, put it back together again for a couple of years. Then it falls back apart, and we put it back together again for a couple of years. Falls apart. <laughs> Housing crisis, Covid, student loan crisis, <laughs> all of these things. Well, Covid isn't artificial. That one's like isn't caused it is real. by <laughs> It's continued by capitalism. Yeah, yeah. Loans are fake. Uh, We've been on this COVID shit a whole bunch. Hey, give me. I have a very non-COVID thing that I definitely want to freaking talk about because no one else is gonna. Because it. it seems like you're. It seems like we're shooting our own in the foot, but I want to explain why. No, so article super long uh if you want to get into detail jesus christ they have a lot of details and if you have ever been a person who's like thought or said like oh that person was on this program with this who is involved with this therefore like i don't trust them i think that their motives are bad like keep that in mind as we're going through this so, uh, philosophy tube, a channel that I like very much. Like I watched them a bit. They helped me kind of sculpt out my idea of like, what the fuck does, when I say capital L liberal, like their video on here's what liberalism is helped me hugely also was when they were a much, 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 uh, smaller creator. Uh, it has been provably linked. Uh, we have now provably linked, uh, Abigail Thorne, who is the person behind bread, bread tube, uh, and the British uh, intelligence agency. Like they are, Kind of it's not Wait it's wait, wait phrase that again Funding You just said
1: Abigail f- Thorne is behind The British
0: Intelligence Agency Is that what I do-over. said Do <laughs> over I said they're connected to They're <laughs> Alright Abby Thorne of Philosophy Tube Takes money from the British government And <laughs> that is an issue <laughs> And if you look through the article And go But wait None of the things That Abby said Are like Awful Or they, did, they didn't say We should go Shoot a Muslim in the mouth Or anything That's not what uh, That's not even what the point is the thing: If you are receiving information that is uh, funded by X organization, you are going to consider X organization's interest. Even if they are not... To, you, you all know what soft power... You've heard that expression where it's not a gun to your head. It's more, it's the suggestion of, oh, if you would like to continue receiving work, getting TED Talks, getting put on TV, uh, you better have X and Y opinions. I think that's kind of how ContraPoints' edge got soft... Their revolutionary vigor got softened if they had it in the first place. They want to keep doing TED Talks. They want to keep being captain representative of all of socialism while never actually talking about any fucking socialism. So... In Abby's case, it's like the equivalent of the British CIA funds their stuff because they wanted them to do so to material supportive of British COVID restrictions, which on its face in the U.S. You're like, fuck, I wish we could get some COVID restrictions. <laughs> Think of how your message is changed by who funds it. The more connections that you have with the actual, the fucking, the CIA is definitely an arm of the bourgeois. They go around the world, and anytime someone's doing a communism, they kill them. So, like, if you're taking money from an equivalent organization, in this case, they're talking about uh like Syria psyops and the way they would do the that Britain would do uh like misinformation campaigns or. Soft power exert soft power over Syria. The same exact tactics are being used in in Britain, and if you read through this really long ass article, they will illustrate it much better than I can in my like I don't know two minute summary. and this does not mean that I think Abby Thorne is like evil or like uh, a British agent, yes, uh, they are now that <laughs> like, in a literal sense. They are an agent of the crown now, and I don't how can you argue that that's like good? <laughs> A thing I always, at some point, that it
1: comes up as a what if, of at what level would you, the individual, say, yes, I am taking this dirty money because it's transformative, and you only get one trip on this And would you
0: even see it as dirty money? That, too. Because the way I read this, I'd be like, I don't know, I'm fucking, this looks innocent if you don't, like, pay attention or have any kind of, like, theoretical basis in a Like, if your ideology is just based on, uh, let's all be nice to each other. I'm I'm going to use a a different uh, YouTuber
1: that has, for the most part, nothing to do with politics, except it does, and it puts forward various things. James Hoffman, uh, world barista champion, and runs the biggest YouTube coffee channel, and it's a ton of fun. Super nerd. It's great. And one of the things he does is, because he has so many industry connections and does so many reviews, as far as I'm aware... He is very, very, very strict about disclosing everything uh, to the point where like he won't release certain reviews of things because like I am currently doing a project that I have an NDA and can't talk about but all I can say is this and I can't review that because it's a conflict of interest. And if he never said any of that and reviewed the thing anyway he would not have never gotten in trouble ever. So like there is room for the individual, even if it's not "quote unquote" dirty money. State where you're getting your
0: shit. Declare it. Cite your sources. Could Could you imagine if on Philosophy Tubes they are like, this is brought to you by the British Intelligence Agency? I don't even actually mean it's like brought it to. Probably you by, wouldn't
1: even Abby
0: do would, anything. <laughs> Nobody would even care. I'd be like, sure.
1: <laughs> well. There's a difference between you you outright say it and cite it. That at least gives you the plausible deniability of, I saw this, money came with this, here you go. There is nothing secretive about it, right? Part of being essentially a commie and lefty and the type of nerd that I am is, except in the most weird outlier of situations, non-personal information should always be out there. Everyone gets a better time when you have access to all of the info. And so when you're doing these long-form essays and Abby's citing all of these things and then you choose not to cite something, that's where I have a problem, right? So this James Hoffman guy finally has started doing more reviews because he learned his audience is like, well, if I state the disclaimer of Here's this thing. Here's where I have these conflicts of interest. I'm not going to do a recommendation. I'm just going to go through and say these things. This video is heavily biased. I'm okay with that. Like, isn't that what we want to encourage? You can never actually remove all bias. It's actually impossible. The greatest trick Fox News ever did was clinging to fair and balanced. It's impossible. The, the most hardcore of you and I or any other lefty or commie ever has bias. Always. And the, the group, the collective antidote to that is to share as much of our information and where our bias comes from
0: as possible. That's the only answer. So... To, to take this back a step from the individual level, because I'm not horribly, in, and this isn't what you were suggesting, but I'm not horribly interested in like critiquing, like, oh, what? Not, not that I want to critique the content of what is coming out of Abby Thorne, but I heard somebody say a thing where they were like, oh, like, you brought up Fox News, like, oh, Tucker Carlson is paid to say X and Y. And I think it was fucking John Stewart, I remember who's, but it's, like, it's not that they're paid to say it, but if they didn't say it, someone else would be in the chair. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. These opinions, they have messages that they want to put out. And it's not that Abby Thorne, they came to her and they're like, hey, we have this evil scheme. It's like, no, they've been making videos and they're like, oh, you make the kind of videos that we think would be useful for a psyop. And we would like to fund more of your videos. So they get, and now YouTube, we'd like to algorithmically push your videos. And like, oh, Twitter, we would like to algorithmically push. I've I've linked the thing in the in the chat right now. Uh it's a it's called Very Important Documentaries and it's Free Speech Extreme, where it sounds like it's irrelevant, but it just goes through and breaks down like, look, if, if you acknowledge power relations and uh who can say what where and how some speech is highlighted and de-emphasized, and emphasized and shit, th- these things become the whole, the, the reason that I can be uh, not even upset, exasperated, the reason that like the Abby Thorn thing is not surprising to me, I guess becomes, becomes clear. It's not that a shadow cabal sits and develops literature to distribute them. I mean, sometimes they do, but it usually is super obvious and like <laughs> phony and people don't <laughs> fall for it. But if you take people who are like organically already out there and then you, uh, there's a word for it. There's a freaking Marxist word. I can't remember. Or you just bring that into capital to be useful for capital. Like if you take something that could sort of maybe be harmful and then just kind of invite them in and make them a agent of the crown, (laughs) soft power. (laughs) There's an hour long freaking thing. It's highly edited and I consider highly entertaining. Uh, Peter Coffin's free speech, free speech. X, the letter X, uh, stream. It, it'll become relevant if you watch it to what I'm, what I'm getting at. So, closing or five-minute topic? <laughs> topic. I didn't even bring up Lindsay Ellis getting canceled. They're the other bread Two person because the funny thing is, uh, the Lindsay ellis shit where she's like i'm making up because it's not that people decided to start attacking Lindsay recreationally again uh uh she but she went she like quit that shit right when that story that i'm talking about came out right when the yeah. whole like abby thorne is connected to the british intelligence agency so like the right the day before it Lindsay ellis is like i'm quitting most things <laughs> yeah yeah uh she is funded, she's on PBS, and PBS I used to have a very high opinion of, but, like, I've listened to NPR and shit now, and I'm like, wow, ooh, this I, helps I with get, my fucking you loaned programming. Me a
1: car, So I'm driving, and I didn't fuck with any of the radio because I'm not a goddamn selfish piece of shit, so I'm listening to your <laughs> NPR, and I'm listening to it going, I swear it wasn't like this 20 years ago.
0: I listen to well, anytime they get anywhere near talking about communism, socialism, USSR, etc. Like, I listen to Freakonomics a lot because it happens, it's the show that happens beyond when I'm coming home, and I don't want to listen to pop radio. And they'll just do these weird breakdowns where it's like, oh, yeah, you see, after this happened, like, it, it just seems like a are you missing the point on purpose, <laughs> or it, do you like really not? Are you really unable to connect two and two? Like, Jad Abumrad, you've come on, man, <laughs> you got to be able to make these connections. Are you just like gonna parrot this freaking script? And then you realize, well, yeah, like none of this is going to be like revolutionary content. If it was, if NPR was putting out like, oh, the proletariat must overthrow the bourgeoisie, like they wouldn't be put on air. It is public programming and our our state does not want rebellions. It doesn't mean they're evil and necessarily hate us. Any kind of civil unrest is not good for the status quo. So any media that would encourage that, it's not going to be put out on fucking the same... Network that is Sesame Street. (laughs) Yeah. All right. uh, The quick
1: one is, and this is for anyone listening, it matters to us for sure. Uh, Venmo, Cash App, and other payment apps to report payments of $600 or more. They will now be reported to the IRS. So this is an extension of that IRS shit we talked about previously. But in particular, this is targeting Cash App, Zelle, PayPal... I listened I listened. Cash App twice, but whatever. Any of those. Google Pay. Uh, the main thing to remember for all of this, let's see if I get canceled over this shit. If you have the option inside these apps, they tell you, are you just transferring money or is it for goods and services? Unless you have a damn good reason to make it goods and services, don't. Don't do if that. If you don't,
0: then they you won't aren't report, scared, they're going to fuck you. It's you do goods and services in case you think they're going to not send you your thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, if you... <laughs> if it's if, someone you know. If if you're doing a type of thing where, like, okay, you're doing this huge fursuit payment and you really need the protection of someone's going to try to lie to you, hey, guess what? You can even do all of those things and PayPal will still fuck you. So, really, don't <laughs> do it. Um, <laughs> uh, seriously, at this point, like, uh, if... If you, the individual, if you can get away with paying less tax, good. Don't do it. It doesn't go to anything that helps you. It doesn't go to anything that helps me. It goes to the military and killing fucking brown people overseas. It goes to the cops. It goes to drones. I, I'm i done. I am so done. If, if it's not hard for you, the individual, to figure out how to safely for you pay less or no tax, do that. It is ethical and morally superior than paying tax. <laughs> Federal tax, state and local is is very different
0: things. Like sincerely, uh my state uses that shit to subsidize uh, corporate tax that they don't pay, which is where most of our taxes go anyway, oh, so to subsidize fuck the that tax too. not paid by other people. <laughs> In Illinois, that's what's happening. Like, if there is any subsidy for the bourgeois in your state, that is where it comes from. (laughs) This is from you. So this is where my freaking analysis recently, it it helps. If you look, when you go the, like, because the Biden administration sells the, we were lowering the reporting threshold to $600 as a move to hurt billionaires and millionaires. And if you think about this along class lines, when we keep saying, like, the government, both sides, Democrats and Republicans, benefit the bourgeois, the owning class. It's not because there's a shadow cabal of people... All the moves will generally tilt in their favor. Not 100% of them, but most of them. This is one of them. This just gets added to the pile. It's going to be 10 years from now. We're being like, how come I can't declare bankruptcy for student loans, but a corporation can do crimes, declare bankruptcy, and it's like, fine... Oh, yeah, Joe Biden in the 80s. How come if I make $601 on PayPal, I get a fucking W-2, which is like $600 is not even half a month of rent for most people. Oh, yeah, Joe Biden in 2021. It's shitty Democrats or shitty Republicans. They both slant the same way. You're missing the double tax, too. Uh, What
1: is the other one? (laughs) PayPal charging you to use their services while not being a (laughs) bank, while being governed... By you, the oh. individual, having to participate in these financial rules, but all of these other payment apps, like, it, it's a bit of a rabbit hole. But without going too deep into it, when you use Stripe or you use Amazon Pay or Google Pay or PayPal or Venmo or all of those things, the method of you and your client or you're the client and the the place you're giving money to, the relationship between you two is not incurring uh, PCI compliancy. You're using a third party to assume that risk for you because there actually are really strict laws and rules around this tech shit of payment transfer stuff. Because uh, I don't know if you all know this, but it was really easy to steal money digitally a while ago. (laughs) (laughs) Like the big banks were like, "Oh fuck, anyone can do this." So this is one of the times where like and had enough computer, yeah, just go take it. (laughs) Yep. So. Office Space, the movie. You have PayPal charging you, what, Two all of these payment processors all kind of cabalding agreed but didn't at 2.9% plus 30 cents is the cheapest you can go without doing crazy volume and other places cost way more. And now you're going to get taxed on top of all of this, but PayPal is going to figure out how to escrow away or you know count the fees they take from you and not pay tax on it.
0: Of course not. It's I don't just, remember who, which of the tech bros was PayPal. Was that also Bezos or also Musk? I don't know. <laughs> PayPal was four of them of the and
1: Peter ones. Thiel.
0: Peter Thiel. Square is Jack,
1: who's the Twitter guy. PayPal is Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, UPAN,
0: Musk. Max
1: Levchin, and Luke Nossack. And every last one of those names I listed... Uh, Those are five of the worst humans to have lived. Not that, like, them being gone will change anything, but in their actions and effect on us, they have perpetuated so much harm.
0: (laughs) They have extracted more value from the proletariat than most. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's not that we morally think they're... I don't not like Elon Musk because I hate how he talks. I hate his hair. I hate everything about him, which I do. It's (laughs) because of how he... (laughs) he's able to use his fucking influence and power to fuck up Bo- like bolivia like, am i wrong I he has a cobalt mine in fucking africa but
1: how many how many civilian deaths is he responsible for for the tesla horse shit
0: oh my god <laughs> we were going to talk about the movie uh, just look up no no uh, oh, we weren't cuz i haven't seen it up? yet <laughs> we are yeah but uh Dragor hasn't talked about it yet but there i mean this isn't a spoiler there's a, there's a, a the, the, the like tech weirdo stand-in character in that and like oh so good like the way the actor does it i'm like they do it they 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 manage to capture the whole like the the level of disconnect where it doesn't feel like they're even a person (laughs) (laughs) nice we we often we dehumanize people who are poor usually i am more in favor of dehumanizing the ultra rich because when you talk to them it is impossible like how do you relate to, how can they relate to you Is the real question They can't The only they way they relate Kabbalic to you decisions. Is
1: if you are in their presence And you make them realize immediately Oh
0: I can still die The things that help them Are the things that directly hurt you yeah. And vice versa <laughs> Your interests in your classes Are so amazingly opposed That uh, they wrote a whole book about it uh, This guy named Marx He <laughs> can, <laughs> Like, literally, if you... The thing that makes your life better, if you're an average person listening to this and not an ultra-billionaire, is, like, if you get a raise, like, your job treats you better. What makes Elon's uh, fucking life uh, better? If he treats all of his employees worse. It is a direct opposition. It is a direct contradiction, direct conflict that can't be... There's no... Nothing around that. There's no, like, oh, we'll meet in the middle and we'll just treat you kinda shitty. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean?
1: Ugh.
0: It's not that I think he's a creep, just on moral reasons. Or well, just, but if like, you're a billionaire, you also
1: are statistically a massive fucking piece of shit and creep. <laughs> because <laughs> to be a billionaire to... means you have to have this uncontrollable need to hoard and want more. And it's, as we said earlier, billionaires aren't focused on the money. It is about being the ruling class and power. And so this is why you get the Epstein ring and why all these billionaires are there. Because what's the one thing socially that almost every individual person, you get any group of people together, anywhere... What's something we all agree on? Hey, uh, don't well, rape Jeff kids.
0: <laughs> so yeah, what's the one? Don't go to one, the Epstein what,
1: Island. What? What's the one fucking? That was unintentional. What's the one taboo? <laughs> what's the one taboo that they have that's getting away with something via power?
0: That. Yeah, the the one thing that. Uh, incidentally, the whole, like, QAnon conspiracy is weirdly correct about it, is, yeah, there is a big uh, big billionaire child sex uh, traffic ring, except it's not a secret, and it's not for blood, it's just for sex and weird shit, and we have a list of all of the people who did it, and... Who the like the main dude, Epstein, is dead and or killed. And then we have Julian Maxwell who is found guilty. That's a person. And then why nothing, nothing is going to happen to Bill Gates, de Blasio is it de Blasio? No, Bloomberg. Bloomberg's definitely on there. I don't know if De Blasio is wrong, mayor. Uh like there mm. is there are many, many people who hold positions of massive power that we see on TV every other day telling us how to live our life, not telling us how, shaping how we will be forced to live our lives because they can actually pull the levers of power. And th- nothing You're never gonna get jack shit on those people Why? Because we can't prove it? No, we can prove it uh, Because they didn't do it, and no, I did it uh, <laughs> Because they are of a protected class That owns, they are so high above The courts, that's a fucking joke <laughs> Like, oh yeah, they'll, they'll take me to, They'll fucking arrest Bill Gates and take him to prison Well, it and that seems like a laughable idea, doesn't face. it? Uh, movie producer shithead um, Weinstein
1: Weinstein Like if there ever was a way He's to made tell more you
0: money from prison than I will ever make in my whole life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying as an example oh. of, uh, yes, he had money and power, but it was still just Hollywood. So, yeah, fuck that guy. All right. Uh, do you have anything else? I have one last thing. I'm going to read a headline. Sure. 10,000 bees joined protest in Chile.
0: Seven police officers <laughs> stung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, congratulations, Chile. They elected a, a, a pretty lefty dude, right? I believe so. The Recently, only thing I want to point CNN out in this article, because
1: it's CNN, and it's fucking... <laughs> so this was done as a protest please. thing. You can read the article. But aside from that, the thing that jumps out the most to me from this is some passersby were alarmed by the risk the bees pose to the public. It's dangerous for the people who are allergic <laughs> to bees because they can cause death, one local said bees are outside <laughs> bees as a species are older than us
0: is bees terrorism <laughs> <laughs> There, there's our that's there's our the, fucking title is bees title. terrorism is bees <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that in my thing <laughs> oh, uh, this has been
1: last minute politics I've been Dragor
0: I've been peppered, and if you want to get creative with your protests and fucking shit up, fucking bringing a bunch of bees is not, <laughs> not the worst idea. <laughs> it's easy. You just have to stay away from the bees and you'll be fine. <laughs> you don't even
1: have to stay away from the bees. You don't have to piss off the bees. If a bee stings yeah, you, it, it dies. So if you're getting stung by a bee, you have to look at it from the bees perspective of, oh shit, must protect queen. I will die for this. 3, two, one. bye!
0: Bye! bye. bye.